Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You. I had to stand up to do that one. You had to stand up. Did you use your diaphragm? <laughs> you know I do. This voice here is a professionally trained voice. A professionally trained voice. Yes, you bring yes. out all the harmonic tones. You can tell the rich and dulcet tones. <laughs> you just made me think that we should have a ding, ding, ding. You know, like one of those uh, radio signals. And also, I reminded myself of the Steve Martin joke about her, uh, the woman singing from her diaphragm. And he was like thinking about a different oh, kind of diaphragm. Yeah. <laughs> well, excuse me. Or something along those lines. Y'all correct me if I've got the memory of that incorrect. So. Lord have mercy, are we going to do another porn show? Because I don't know if our people are ready for another porn show. Oh, let me tell you that I guarantee you that they are ready for another porn show. I'm not sure if I'm ready for the next porn show. I'll see. Well, maybe we'll hold off and do we'll do a Christmas edition of that. <laughs> we'll both be wearing some festive lingerie when we're I'll have my baubles in a strategic place. <laughs> All that glitter and glamour. Oh, glitter too. No, there'll be no glitter, but anyway. No glitter here. Yeah. So I, I had one of those bath bombs, you know, oh, bath ballistics or whatever they call it. And the inside <laughs> of it. It's they're like a Rome delicious apple, those big giant ones. Yes, yes. And it was part of a package that somebody had given me. So I dropped the ballistic in there and I'm sitting in the tub and I'm going, wow, this smells wonderful. And at the end of the ballistic, now I'm not even kidding you, it just exploded with glitter. Oh, God. And of course, I didn't know that until it was too late. And let me tell you, it was at least a week. No, I'm sure it was longer than that before I stopped finding glitter. <laughs> and the male that took the shower or took the showers also, I we literally cleaned glitter out of there for like a month. It's crazy. So I'll tell it, you what, I don't want no glitter in my hoo ha. Oh know? no, 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 no. Nope. And these people who eat these glitter capsules they think it's funny I mean, yeah and i'm not a big fan of putting little tiny shards of metal or plastic into my body no i'm kind of funny that way yeah it's like what the hell anyway how are you <laughs> well i am uh, i'm in my kitchen right now as we are recording this oh and peeling apples. 
Oh. I went down to the little farm stand and got me some Henderson County apples. Did you? What variety? Uh, all kinds. I got oh, some, good. Wolf, some Wolf River, okay. some uh, Muju, Fuji, Fuji. Fuji. Yeah, Fuji are good. Yes, uh, just a bunch. I get a whole bunch of them. That's a cool. couple of roams, you know. Yeah. I'll make some, make me some applesauce, maybe make this uh, husband of mine a nice apple pie. Ah. He has been working his tail off picking up black walnuts. Oh, really? I'm telling you what, he goes out twice a day with his little bucket and his little pinchers. Yeah. My porch is covered in five-gallon buckets of black walnuts. My goodness. I'm telling you, it's everywhere. And, you know, it has that wonderful kind of astringent smell. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking we're going to have to have like a big old nut-busting adventure here. Here to <laughs> To get all them things busted up, and then I'll be making black walnut pound cake till the cows come on. Uh, well, I'm laughing because that could mean several different things. Oh, yes, it could, ma'am. Uh, I'm telling you, it really could. We need to cut that out and save it for the Christmas edition. But it <laughs> the, the Christmas edition, <laughs> nut busting edition, <laughs> the nut busting porno edition. <laughs> That's funny. But you know what? There's a ton of walnuts, man, and I love the smell of them. And I am so deathly allergic to them. Oh no, are you really? Yeah, it sucks. I have I, now. I eat pecans like it's going out of style, as you know. I uh, know uh, you got them everywhere. I, God, I eat them in salads. I love them in baking. Oh, I love them. I mean, I use them as a, a cheese or a meat or a bread substitute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's just you know. But anyway, so I was going to pecans are easy on my teeth too. Are they? Yeah, because I'm not got great teeth, you know. So pecans are easy to chew. Well, I grew up around them more. My dad loved them. And he was the one, you've, you've all seen, you know, men back in the day, it's like they have a, a ritual. And I shouldn't just say men, women do it too. But when we had more time to sit and do things, and we would do things and we wouldn't just reach for the most convenient thing. So my dad <laughs> would fall into that category and I do not. But uh, dad would have pecans and he would go and buy them from a pecan truck or whatever. I think maybe he did go and pick them once. I don't know. But I think he would buy them from a pecan truck usually. And and he would crack them by hand. Oh, and, he, yeah. and, and he taught me to crack them by hand. So that's one of the reasons that I developed strong hands as a child. You know, I'd take the two pecans and I'd, and I'd crack them. Yeah. And, and he just had a whole little ritual about eating pecans and I thought about that through the years you know and yeah. I grew up just loving the taste of pecans but buddy if I eat a wal walnut I my tongue will split open yikes is that, <laughs> is, um, is that English walnuts too or just um I don't know I wouldn't try I wouldn't yeah. try and it's one of those things that I've eaten some things by mistake that somebody maybe would bake or I would eat something from a restaurant it might have some walnut in it or be cooked mm. with walnut oil and it's like I hope I don't have any classes to teach that week because I'll walk in there going oh my gosh how awful 
It's, yeah, it's, that's really, as far as I know, knock on wood, that's the only food allergy that I carried with me into adulthood, as far as I know. Yeah. Well, I've got that little bit of a dairy allergy that, you know, it doesn't swell me up or anything, but it makes me cough. I've got a little oh, bit of a yeah. cough now because I've been not resistant eating a little bit of ice cream in the evening. Uh-huh. I got to resist it now because it's not good good for me you can do some substitutes if you want to i mean it's not the same admittedly i think you know it's just gonna help that i don't drink two glasses of wine late in the evening because then i want something sweet oh two glasses of wine earlier in the day how's that oh and that will kill your blood sugar too if you have those issues which you don't which you know i do yes ma'am oh you do i take good care of all that yes ma'am i know you take good care of it i mean i'm proud of the way you do Seriously. I do, I do okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm one of the people who has been locked down with fear of the COVIDs and I've actually lost some weight. So I'm, you know, I'm bragging on myself now. Well, that's because you stay busy all the time. You never stop yeah. moving. I well, can't imagine that you veg in front of the TV uh, all day long. Like I, it seems like a lot of us who've been busy in our lives, I say us, I'm not really that person but you know i dig it i can see where it would happen it seems like a lot of folks are saying oh i've been really busy at work so i'm gonna treat myself and i'm gonna watch tv all day or i'm gonna lay in bed all day or i'm gonna eat this thing all day you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm not perfect i've indulged myself too but i don't have a tv that's good (laughs) don't have a tv to watch i can get the news channel if there's breaking news or something but i don't even i've got i don't even want to hear it well at this point there's like breaking news every 10 minutes so i'm about done yeah i'm i'm getting shell-shocked from it so anyway i don't even know i believe believe half of it it's like i'll hear something and i'll go what i don't believe it i don't believe it for a minute that's the thing show me the the money yeah, I think we should stick to porn. It's our it's our subject that we know a lot about. <laughs> Evidently, it's easy to talk about. Yeah. Well, I, had, I was in a Zoom meeting last night. You know, everybody's zooming. I'm doing a zooming thing, and and somebody was asking about our community garden, and I said, "Well, you know, it's October. It's about time to put it to bed for the winter." And she just she was not happy with that. She said, "Well, my I've still got stuff in my garden." And I said, well, I mean, I've got some tomatoes and peppers, but and maybe like three green beans, but I'm I'm done and my little plot in the garden is done. And I might stick some onions in it over winter, but well, yeah. I think we need to have this in there and this in there. And I thought, well, honey, well, go you ahead. Plot in the community garden and you can have whatever you want to in. Because yeah. I'm not the boss of the community garden and you aren't either. <laughs> go there. Nanner nanner. Well, yeah. yeah, she she got all took up with me on that one. I was like, well, I guess maybe next time you'll just come in and grow all that stuff. And I'll be next year. I'll be saying, oh, no, but her little plot in the garden's doing great. Look at all that stuff that's still in there. Well, she's free to plant whatever she wants at her own place if she wants. Because to. theoretically, we live in a free country. Yeah. So grow all the chard you want. That's yeah. how I get it. Grill all the chard. <laughs> Do you eat a lot of chard or kale? 
I eat chard. I really like chard a lot. I am not but so fond of kale. And I don't know what the difference is because I eat collards and turnip greens and all them kind of greens. But there's just some about kale. It's like it has a lot of texture, but it doesn't have any flavor mm-hmm. to me. So yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'll eat it. I'm, I will turn my nose up at food, but uh, yeah. it's not my favorite. I'd rather have chard than kale. I'd rather yeah. have spinach and I'd rather have a, a collard greens than any of them because I love me some collard greens. Me too. Uh, I love greens. I love spinach. And kale, I guess the only thing I ever do with kale is I've got a soup that I make that I put kale in. But I, I don't like kale in smoothies and I really don't care for the taste of raw kale. That's a shame because I know it's just nutrient dense. But give yeah. me some spinach or some collards like I grew up with. Hey, did you ever hear them called pot liquor? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, <laughs> I made some soup this week. Now, let's talk about food because that's our other thing. Mm. Food and porn and yeah. stories. Evidently, that's where we really shine. <laughs> that's our, that's our uh, really that's our skill set. Our skills. Oh God! <laughs> I made, I made, I had two little old chicken legs, uh, and I got them out of the freezer, and I made some chicken soup earlier in the week. Yeah. And I had made collards like the day, next day or something. Mm. So I decided I'm just gonna put the rest of these collards because it was like a big old spoonful of collards left. Yeah. I said I'm just gonna put that, chop it up, and put it in the soup. And then I chopped it up and put it in the soup. And then I'm looking at all the liquid that all the coffee had been in. I was just like, I reckon I need to heat it up before I drink it. <laughs> I had a little sip of it and went, no, no, this is good. I have this with seltzer. This would be like some collard green soda. Oh, Sody pop. Collard wow. green soda pop. Boy. It's good. You know what? That is not probably going to be a popular product for weird mountain you you are not seeing that as a fundraising event for us well maybe i mean the way that you would raise funds would be watch byron drink pot liquor she'll do it no soda pot liquor soda she'll drink it all yeah hell yeah i'll drink it i'll eat it oh man well i mean i can see where it would taste good in soup but oh gosh it was so good because they had just I cooked mine with a little bit of uh, olive oil. Yeah. Had just a tiny bit of olive oil flavor, mm. a little bit of tiny bit of salt, not much salt. Oh, so good. Mm. Does mm. sound good. I tell you, this is kind of getting to be soupish weather. Oh, I've been mm. making soup for about about a week. Have you? Yeah. Well, homemade soup. What's your favorite soup? Do you have one? Any kind of soup that I'm not cooking right now. Oh. <laughs> You know, I I just, I love all kinds of soup. I can't think of a soup I don't like. You never met a soup you didn't like? Mm-mm. I, I think so. I, some of them that you buy in the store are just so salty, I can't deal with them. Oh, you and know, that's But I, I like crock-potted soup, the kind that you cook over the course of a few days, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Soup well, beans. That, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I just figured while I'm home and I'm not on the road, I don't have any excuse for eating soup in a can. I don't. Right. No, I totally agree with you. I, you know, in the morning I can mm-hmm. have my my tea and have my breakfast and start cooking something. And, oh yeah. And it'll be edible by supper time, but mm-hmm. it'll be better tomorrow. 
This is the best time of year if you have time to do homemade soup and homemade bread and, you know, apples. Eat the yeah. apples for your dessert. This is, to me, this is real good food time, you know. It's cooking weather. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite snacks of all time uh, would be a fresh apple with some fresh peanut butter and a mm -hmm. big cup of coffee, a book, and a porch. Oh, yeah. Well, I might replace that peanut butter. I like peanut butter, you understand, but I might replace that with a piece of cheese. Yeah, yeah. Cheese. I love cheese and apples. Mm. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's been a long time since I've done that. I haven't even thought of that snack in a long time. I was, somebody told me about apples and cheddar. Oh, and I just, yes. I thought that was the most exotic thing I'd ever heard of because I'd never met anybody who did that, you know. And then I found out that you can take raw, you can grind your own peanuts and then take raw chocolate powder and mix in Ooh. with the peanuts and put on an, a fresh apple. And it is like, it's like heaven in the oh fall. Oh my goodness, that yeah. so good. It, it does, but the, you mm -hmm. know, so I haven't done that for, for, gosh, I can't even remember the last time I did. That well, was my kind you know of how You know how fancy I am. I love me some brie. Ooh, I love yes. brie cheese, and that's really good with apples, too. Oh, yes. Boy, man, you're making me think of some foods I haven't thought of for a long time. Well, that's because I'm sitting here slicing up apples. I'm going to put them in a big old pan, big old pot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make some applesauce tonight. Yeah. We did a lot of fried apples. Did you ever do that in a cast iron skillet? And you just I love fried apples and I love me them little uh, apple hand pies. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember wow. those too. Wow. That's and I had a I think it was one of our neighbors who used to use biscuit dough and mm -hmm. she, there'd be some little bit of biscuit dough left over. And she'd put some either applesauce or fresh apples or whatever in it, flatten it out, put that stuff in it and fold it over like a little hand pie, mm -hmm. put it in the oven, maybe with a little butter on top. And oh, send, yeah. Goodness. I've had so, that many times, many times. And we would eat apples at breakfast. Would you? Uh -huh. Have you ever yeah. done that? Yep. Well, we had, um, we had a little orchard at, uh, above the house when I was growing up had maybe a half dozen trees in it. And um, yeah, we used to eat apples all the time. Yeah, you're making me want an apple right now. I think I must have one. Not in front of everybody. I'm not gonna crunch with a microphone crunch, turned crunch, on. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> Although I know people who would. <laughs> hey, I wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit about dialect and accents. And well, are you saying I've got an accent? Do what? Are you saying I've got an accent? Oh, no. No, I mean, I'm talking about everybody else's. Me and you do not have accents. No. Oh, <laughs> well, and code switching. Yeah. So that's an interesting topic to me, and I never heard that term until a few years ago. And I thought, well, that's the truth. Code switching is true. It's where you're in the room with someone and... As you talk to them, your accent changes. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes done consciously and sometimes not. 
And so that's one of those things that I listen to you and me when I'm replaying our recordings and I'll think to myself, now, wait just a damn minute. That is not me saying that making three syllables out of a one syllable word. I do so much of that. Well, I'm really consciously trying to reclaim my accent. Are you? I got rid of it for so many years because I did. I was an actor. That's and true. And you, you know, you're, the thing is, if you've got a neutral accent, then you can put anybody's accent on it. That's true. That's very true. But, but plus the code switching thing, and I, I wasn't really conscious of that as an idea till I was up at Harvard and did that paper all those years ago, like 2006 or seven or whenever mm-hmm. it was. And the director that had organized this conference, he he was from Appalachia too, and he was talking about how um, because of the because of the stereotypes about the region that so many people, in order to succeed, come out of the region and they have to code switch because so many people think that if you got an Appalachian accent, you're stupid and uneducated and whatever else. Oh yeah. We've had this discussion before. Oh, yeah. We've know. lived this life before. We have. And I stubbornly say that it doesn't matter, but it does. Oh, absolutely it does once you get out of this region. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to conferences a lot. And the first time I went to the Appalachian Studies Association conference mm-hmm. was in, um, where was it? I don't remember now. Some Appalachian city. And... Um, Everybody sounded like me. You know, you could walk through the hall and there'd be groups of people talking. There was music playing everywhere. And and for the first time I was at a conference and I'm putting air quotes around that. I was at a conference where everybody sounded like I did. <laughs> and I can't tell you how comforting that was. I was like, I didn't have to put on any airs. I didn't have to be anything except what I was. And people were going to understand me. They weren't going to go, Oh, listen to her. She's like some hick from Madison County. <laughs> they were all hicks from Madison County. Well, yeah, it's uh, the ones the that professors, you know, the professors, the heads of departments, right. the research scientists, all those people. We're all the same hicks. <laughs> it was great. Well, Still that would be. Year. I love it. So let me ask you, did you catch your accent getting thicker as the time moved on through the the festival or the event excuse me no i don't think so no i think it just i think it got unleashed right at the beginning and it did and it didn't vary a whole lot Uh i mean you and i have accents but yeah you know there are there are stronger heavier accents than the ones we have absolutely well if i went back to robinsville today the natives of that area and they would, when I was going back over there more often, they'd tell me that my accent had changed, that I sounded like somebody from Asheville. That you got above your raising. Well, no, I never did you hear that. Above your raising? I, I never did hear that. I guess uh, maybe it was behind my back, but nobody said that to my face there. But what I would hear is that, hey, your voice has changed. You sound like one of the folks from Asheville. And there are folks there that could speak to me and I'd understand every syllable that they were saying, but in retrospect, it didn't even sound like the English of the day outside of the area. I mean, their accent would be so thick 
that I could understand them. But if I wasn't from there, I don't know that I would have been able to. And it speaks to, it speaks to the area that they live in geographically, I think. When you're kind of, you know, cut off from other regions and you spend most of your time that way, then you just don't hear any other accents. But that's, remember, we had that discussion about the Queen's English, the mm -hmm. biblical yeah. English that my grandma would use from time to time. Well, we uh, have had some busy weeks. Last week or so has been pretty busy. Golly bones, you are not lying. You have been all over the world in your Zoom meetings. You've been teaching your classes and attending your events virtually. Yep. And had I said that sentence to you last year, you'd say, are you on drugs? I will not do that. Uh, well, I tell you, it's a thing to get used to, but I'm really liking it because there's people that um, that I can teach and talk to and just mm -hmm. kind of share my culture. And yep. I would not necessarily ever meet those people, but they're at home and they got a computer and they're interested. Yeah. Here we are. I totally agree. Yeah, last weekend, I, did we talk about this already? Last weekend I was in um, Northern, Northern Virginia and Maryland and uh, Tennessee within 24 hours. You've been to London right about yeah, then. I'm going to be doing that again. I need to sign up for my slot for that. You've got one that I, I want to go to. I'll have to get on it. I don't... I, I can't tell you the name of it right now, but it's a, yeah. I'm teaching. A, I'm teaching a lot of online classes for uh, for different folks. That's that's been fun. I have considered dipping my toe into it because you know I taught for years at the college and stuff. But at this moment in time, it's not. I don't think it's the right time. If huh. if there is a need for a specific thing that I can help somebody with with a class, then I'll do it. But other than that, I'd like to focus kind of on on growing Weird Mountain a little bit and yeah. work, working with the shop a little bit. You know, I'm excited for, I, I may not sound like it, I've just heard myself, I'm excited for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm truly excited about the product line because it's like small potatoes, it's little, just a little thing. And people would say, oh, it's just a little thing. And it's true, it is, but it's, it's more than I had been doing, you see. And yeah. I've, I've worked for a lot of clients, but I've never actually had this kind of freedom on a project. So it's been so fun. And what I really love is working around y'all. Y'all are just like, no nonsense and so low drama. <laughs> you save your drama for the things that deserve it. Well, I, I'm not a big fan of excess drama. It seems like a lot of people are feeling the need to be very dramatic right now about stuff. But, you know, they, we got to get ready for winter. And I mm -hmm. mean that not only literally, but metaphorically. Yeah. Uh, winter is coming, y'all. And it's time to snap to and to you know get your whining down to a minimum and you're working up to a maximum and your spiritual life dealt with oh uh, well just you know if you claim some kind of spirituality 
it's like witchcraft if you claim it practice it yeah don't pretend you're waiting on i can't do that because i'm not in church you know who's not in church with you all the time jesus (laughs) stop you can see him anywhere you can go down the apple orchard and pick apples he'll be there yeah he's wherever you are he's everywhere isn't he i mean that what they think well that's the point yes well yes the alpha and the omega the beginning yeah Read his words, follow his teachings. I don't see why that's hard to do. The Bible is a fascinating book because it's one of the only books that I know of, or maybe it is the only book I know of, where you can literally find an opposite answer for any question that you ask it. Somewhere in the Bible is going to say, it's okay to do this. And somewhere in the Bible is going to say, it's not okay to do this. Well, Shakespeare's the same way. Is he? Yeah. And, you know, Shakespeare in the King James Version, it sounds the same. It does. You're right about that. you just read you some Shakespeare. That'll do it for you. I've read some Shakespeare, but I've never had the luxury of being able to just dive into Shakespeare. I would like to. I've got a book that my father got. Do you remember back in the 70s when if you were lucky enough to have a job working for a, quote, company, unquote, you had a chance of getting a gift from that company around Christmas time. You get like maybe a jelly jar or, you know, sometimes. Well, my dad got a book one year and it was the the complete works of William Shakespeare. Mm. And I've got that book. And I have, you know, I read I've read through it through the years, but I've never gone from beginning to end of it. I'd huh. like to. Now, I, I don't really have an excuse because I have managed to do that with the Dune books, which are sci-fi. So I don't really have much of an excuse about that. But well, but I mean, it just if it appealed, don't don't do it like a chore. Right. If you like Shakespeare and you like the language, then do it. But if you don't, you know, nobody's giving you points. I enjoy Shakespeare. I enjoy Shakespeare. And I especially enjoy Shakespeare if I know that I'm going to, at some point, see the live play. I was a fan of the Monfort Park players. And, you know, I was quite, did you ever, did you ever do anything with them? I did. Did you? Mm -hmm. Did you act with them? Yes, I did. Well, see, I might have seen you, Byron. Several times. I did several different roles. I might have seen you. And I know that you were really active in theater here locally, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I must have seen you. Yeah, and I just my brain doesn't remember. Well, I looked different then, and, you know. I well, and you were acting in a role, and so that's the way I was seeing it. I yeah. love live theater. Gosh. Me too. Me I, really too. I don't do. see much of it anymore, though, because, yeah. you know, I, I, I was a professional for many years, and I just can't hardly tolerate some of it. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. Stomach hurt. I tell you what, that I am on a fourth grade class doing a play about the solar system, though. Are you really? I love that stuff. I love it. (laughs) Bunch of kids doing a play. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. You love watching the creativity, and Mm -hmm. I love watching kids be kids, you know? (laughs) Weird Mountain. It's a place where it's okay to be a kid again. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to sing, because these are the ingredients that make magic happen. 
Like it's man's work to bust them up. So we'll see what happens with that. But I laid nut down. Busting. <laughs> nut busting. <laughs> I laid down last month some uh, magical oils. Oh, one of them is black walnut. I also, I also laid down some pokeweed oil. Yeah. And some Solomon seal mm-hmm. oil. What was the other one? Uh, rabbit tobacco. Well, the the black walnut I decanted yesterday. Okay. And I tell you what, that is some good uncrossing oil. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a situation that's hard to get out of or you feel like somebody's working against you or whatever, man, this is the oil you are going to want to douse up a candle with because it is some, it's some powerful oil. And is that not a good oil for strength, for formidable strength during adversity? Or is that? It might be, but I mean, we did that woad oil, you know, for the shop. And that's that's the formidable strength oil. That's that's strong and good. Isn't that like putting things on steroids? Just really, really increasing the, yeah. I believe that's that I've heard that your woad oil kicks ass. So, and I've got some here and I use it. I use it. As a matter of fact, I used it earlier in the week when I had a friend who was uh, sick. I used some woad oil. Talk to his, yep. And talk to his mother, you know. Oh, that's nice. The mugwort oil is good for the talking to the deceased mother mm-hmm. stuff. Well, I had some of that and some incense. It really doesn't taste good or smell good to me, but it is so potent, you know, and mugwort? I, yeah, I know people love mugwort tea, but don't care for it. Yeah, I've got, I've got to go by and get some, um, uh, yeast because I'm going to make some, uh, mugwort sorghum ale. Oh, wow. Special yeast from the brew supply place up on Merriman. Wow. Yeah, it's that good sounds... stuff. It's a light alcohol ale. It's very warming. It's, it's really good. I have never imagined it mugwort in something like that. I'd oh, yeah. really, really, really yeah. like to try that. And there's also one that there's a group of us used to meet called the Alewives. And we also did one that was uh, Melissa. You know what Melissa is? Yeah. There was uh, Melissa and honey and made an ale out of that. That was good too. Was it an ale that had kind of a taste of mead? No, because the honey wasn't real strong. The honey was mostly in there to feed the yeast. Okay. So it was very kind of light and lemony. There's a local woman, Amber Sheehan, who did a wonderful book on small batch brewing. Mm Um, and I can't call the name of it right now because my head is not where my head should be. So I'm sorry, Amber, but we can post that on our Facebook page. Yeah. So and it's available. I think it's available at the shop at Raven and Crone, mm-hmm. or you can go to Malaprops or, you know, whatever your local indie yeah. store is and pick it up. But it's a, it's got, she brews all kinds of things. It's kind of funny. That, See, what, what's she up to now? What's she going to be doing now? Well, we'll check. Th- I'll check into that and I will post a link to it. So does it make you feel fun? Well, you've done this for a long time. You've had your products out there for a long time. But you know what? I've never had a product. Huh. Are never. you liking it? 
it's fascinating. It's fascinating to to be able to say to myself, and what's the right thing? What feels like the right thing? As opposed to, okay, what did the client want me to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it, it, it's just like the oils, the stuff that you were telling me and teaching me about putting these oil batches up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, okay, I might think this and I might do this privately, but there have to be some checks and balances that go into it. So that's where I'm so lucky in that. It's been fun to talk to everybody and and it's been fun to kind of conceptualize this stuff. And and I really think that (laughs) you're the most creative person. You know, I mean, I guess what I'm saying, I don't want it to sound like bragging, but when you and I get together, it's like idea. Here's another idea. Here's another idea. Oh my gosh. Here's another idea. You know, and it's like, you never know if it's going to be weird mounting dating service, weird mountain kale flavored booze or whatever it was, ale or. Oh my God. Kale kale wine. I love it. I'm going to make kale wine. wine. Well, oh, you made me think of one way that I have had kale that I like, and that is dehydrated, and but soaked in brags before you dehydrate it. Oh, salty kale chips? Yeah, I guess yeah, that's what they are. Yummy. But you know what brags is. The, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking some right now in my kitchen. Are you? Yeah, I'm a fan of brags. And the only problem with it is when you dehydrate it, it will cut your gums. It's just like okra. I like dehydrated okra, but man, I can't chew it without bleeding. <laughs> so, oh, I love okra. People Please. say, "How do you like okra? How do you like it fixed?" And I'll go, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However you want to cook it, I will eat it that way. That's right. I'm going to name drop one more local person. His name's Chris Smith. Uh, he works um, with that nonprofit that's attached to So True Seed. And he has written a book about okra. And he is, you just, you see him and he's happily married with little young'uns. And his face changes when he talks about okra. He obviously loves okra, loves oh. it. Don't you love people like that who are so into their subject? I do. <laughs> they can, it makes I, me happy. It makes me happy to see those people too. Well, I was just at Raven and Crone today and our beautiful products that people should come and buy so that we can afford to live up here on Weird Mountain. That's right. Are available in the Asheville Raven and Crone shop and also online in their shop. Mm-hmm. And she does have the store responsibly opened. So yes. she was very oh, yeah. responsible merchant as far as that goes. And they're real careful about the number of people that are coming in and, you know, all that other stuff. So you're welcome to come into the shop and look at all the cool stuff that they've got. But yeah. what's really weird is to think that a product that I've had something to do with is, is there. And it's like, and it's on the internet. And it's like, holy crap, holy crap, what's going on? Have I walked into an alternate reality? Oh, doesn't it feel like that every damn day of the week? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Where am I? Yes, it does. it does. It does. Y'all, I'm so excited. I got all these apples peeled and cut up, and I've got them 
in a big old pot on the stove. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be applesauce time before you know it. Absolutely. Do you ever peel them to uh, and then look to see how much of the peel went in the bowl and read them? Yes. That's something we might talk about that sometime pretty soon. Yeah, this would be a good time to talk about that kind of apple stuff, apple magic. Apple magic, yes. Did you ever make an apple face? You know, one of those shrunk of granny faces? Oh, yeah. Did you? I love those. Oh, yeah. And also uh, turnip faces do the same thing. They wrinkle yeah. better than apples. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That's some, that's some good entertainment. Watch, watching fruit and vegetables dry? Yes. Is that what you say? That's your entertainment? Well, you know, it's better than the damn news. I'll tell you that. Natalie, <laughs> she's some musician friends. I can't. I can't do it unless I do it on Zoom or something. Well, you know, unless we're on separate corners of the porch or something. Uh, Selby and I have done that a couple times. And just, you know, yeah, he's camping this week with the girls. Oh, with his youngins. Yeah, and I think with his dad, and they took the horses, and you know what? Yeah, I haven't even texted. I didn't want to. I don't want to because it's not that I don't want to talk to him, but it's I want him to forget that the world exists. Uh Uh-huh. That's the best vacation of all right now. (laughs) And And to be with his kids, that is so important. Oh, yeah. Well, they love each other and they enjoy each other. And those girls have been camping all their lives because I've camped with them all their lives, practically. They're meant for that. They come alive and get to spend time with dad and the horses. And he took Diego. He took my God dog, my goddess dog, my goddess dog, or my grand dog. I could call him that. Yeah, Miss- girls, girls ought to be taken camping. They need to know how to behave in the woods and outside and everywhere else. I went, um, I went to a festival with a friend of mine, and he was kind enough to bring the big tent so I didn't have to deal with it. Well, at the end of the festival, he started breaking down. I said, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to fold some stuff up? And he said, no, you can just sit over there. And I said, what? He said, no, just sit over there. I'll do it. I said, no, not on my watch. I mean, what kind of what kind of people do you hang out with? And he said, "Well, my wife doesn't do any of this. Oh wow! I do it all." And I said, "Well, aren't you lucky? I'm not your wife for any <laughs> number of reasons." Yes, I can see that. So well, I, I helped him do it, and um, and afterwards he said, "Wow, it it goes down a lot quicker with two people." Yes, it does. I would say so. Well, you know, my manions are good about that. We divide the chores between us and yeah. there's never been not one time have we ever argued about it and they cook there's none of this whole this gender does this and this gender does that and that's why the camping trips have been so awesome I think because they actually do a better job of cooking certain things than I do Jay is a big fisherman and well of course Selby is too. And so Jay Jay and Selby would fish and they would take care of their own fish and man you don't know how glad I am <laughs> to not have to mess with that. You know, and I deal with breakfast which is what I like to do. You know, and it was just always good and we we would uh we'd go out and hunt and forage. You know, if there was some good mushrooms, we'd end up doing like a mushroom omelet or a mushroom pizza or something that night and it's just some good cooking. 
Mm-hmm. Good cooking. And yeah. they were just so low drama about it. If y'all uh, have never camped that way, I recommend it. Golly, yes. And you know, the thing about cleaning fish is when you're into it, when you do it often, it doesn't seem like a big deal. It's like you do chop here, chop here, fillet mm-hmm. here, pull mm-hmm. this thing out here. But if you if you do that once every three or four years, it just seems like such a chore. I know. Oh. I know, I know. And it's a smell issue with me too. Uh, even though, even though it doesn't make me nauseated or anything, but what I find is that it just overpowers the smell of everything else. Oh, when I, oh. If you're dealing with it fresh for me anyway. So it just kind of takes the fun out of stuff. I'm going to go, I'm going right. to get going myself, get some food. We've talked so much about food that I feel the need to put something in my mouth and eat it. And <laughs> well, I had me a bologna sandwich before we started. So a, I'm sandwich? a sandwich, a sandwich, S A M M I D G E sandwich. <laughs> well, y'all, thanks for hanging out with us again. You're just yes. so generous with your time and your attention, and we're we're very grateful to you. You don't know how much we appreciate it, because otherwise it'd just be us talking about porn and food and. <laughs> going camping and ghost stories hey let's do ghost stories next time you want let's do ghost stories yeah and i've had some folks who asked for some more hotel stories and i know you've got some travel stories oh uh, as much you as you've traveled want, you don't even want to know about the hotel in st louis oh dear yes God. i do yes uh-uh. i do yes you can you can tell all us right all. next time behave yourself no all right well all right tell me to behave myself go ahead Behave yourself. I will. I will have some kind of behavior. Oh, I like that. You know, my grandmother used to say to me all the time, be sweet. Be sweet. Like, okay, I'll be sweet. Yeah, I'm no. Yeah, no, yeah. Sweet, yeah, no. Anyway, behave yourself. I'll see you, Byron. All right, take care. Bye, yeah. y'all. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.